Welcome to the Campus Outreach Podcast, where we want to equip you to make your college years count for eternity. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and we have a very special episode of the Campus Outreach Podcast today, a returning star of the podcast, Jeff Bolger, who's on staff at the University of Alabama, is our guest. Jeff, good to have you back on the podcast, man. Yeah, it's great to be back, man. Uh, So you've done one for us before already, um, and... For those who might not know you, tell us a little bit more about maybe your family. Yeah. Uh, we'd we'd love to kind of give them a shout out here in the podcast. Yeah, for sure. So I uh, don't think I really hit on this, maybe alluded to it, but married, have two kids, uh, and so two boys. One of them's about to turn six. The other just turned three, and they're all boy. They're just wild all the time. Six and Stuff, three. Yeah. I bet that's crazy. Stuff is always broken in my house. Yeah. So that's always fun. Uh, just picking all that up. Uh, and then been married for coming up on nine years. Actually, next week is our ninth anniversary. Nice. So still, still hanging in there. It's been good. It's been it's been better every year. Uh, something me and Lauren talk about regularly. It's just it really is amazing. Just life with Jesus and just how uh, you know it doesn't always work out this way, but it's it's been cool how God's blessed our marriage. It's gotten better. I feel like every year. And um, and so we met uh, in New Zealand. Um, when we were on a cross-cultural project overseas. How about and that? Yeah, I don't know how much ministry I did there, but I got a wife out of it, so that was great. Um, Worth it. <laughs> that's right, for sure. Uh, and so, yeah, met there, and then you know, both of our boys are actually adopted as well. And so that was a cool journey for us. Started in 2013, uh, then we adopted our second boy, Bronson, in 2018, so kind of a five-year journey you know, from 13 to 18 when the second adoption was finalized. Right. Um, and really, in some ways, I know we're going to talk about some spiritual disciplines. Um, I'm not the most disciplined person. Um, but I would say that really one of the things that sparked just the pursuit of adoption for us was prayer. Uh, and then really prayer throughout that journey mm. uh, was really one of the things that I would definitely say God used and consistently acted in light of, uh, as we prayed and brought that stuff before him and, and yeah, so that's a big part of, of that journey as well was just prayer and, and just being disciplined to pray and, you know, just seeing God work through that and, and experiencing a lot of God through that, which is really what the disciplines are all about is knowing God, uh, more and, and making him known. So awesome man yeah it's so it's so good to hear that story of of your uh of your sons and um i, I love the segue you you gave us there to uh to our topic today we are talking about spiritual disciplines for sure so we'll go ahead and jump right in man can you just start by defining what spiritual disciplines are and really what role they play in the life of a christian yeah so you know my definition of the spiritual discipline, the, the Jeff Bolger, yeah, definition. the Jeff Bolger definition. Here. I mean, they're they're the means that God gives us to grow in knowledge of Him and Christ likeness. Uh, and so, you know, there's a it's it's you know I think about like you go to the gym, you know, and if you go to the gym and you go to work out, uh, but you don't ever access any of the weights or the equipment that's there, you're not going to grow. You're not going to get stronger. Uh, and so, what do you have to do? You gotta you gotta plan. You got to use the weights. You got to use the treadmill. You got to do those kind of things to see growth happen in your physical body. And our spiritual life is the same. Uh, And so there's things that God has given us to grow 
and that's his word, that's prayer, it's scripture memory, uh, it's sharing your faith, uh, it's being in community with other believers, it's taking communion, it's attending church, uh, it's really simple things, mm-hmm. uh, but very hard to consistently apply uh, because they are, they're, they're boring, <laughs> you know, in some ways, you know, and, um, they're, they're, you know, they're not the event and the, you know, it's, man, I'm I going to wake up this morning and read my Bible for 30 minutes. Am right. I going to pray? And, um, am I going to just do this day after day after day after day, but over a lifetime, man, that's really where glory comes forth. And that's how you get conformed to Christ's image. Yeah. So. That's really good. I mean, I, the analogy you said of the gym makes total sense. If if going to the gym is being a Christian, right? Like you could say, you know, I went to the gym, but not do anything, not do anything <laughs> the whole time you're there, right? Just look around at people, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, man. Now that 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 hit. It hits a little too close to home for me, you know, the, the, the whole gym aspect of it. But I'm sorry, sorry for the for the non uh, the non gym folks that are listening in. You know, there's whatever that thing is for you, you get it. So. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, you listed you listed some of them. I mean, is there any like clear one like just list of every spiritual discipline, or is it just? I mean, you even mentioned like going to church as one of them. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you could think of that be to be worth shouting out here in the podcast? Man, I, I think the sharing your faith, uh, you know, I mentioned that. I yeah. think that's a discipline. It's a discipline to engage in. Yeah. To, you know, I mean, there's a lot of times it's like, man, I don't really want to. I mean, it sounds bad, but I, I don't know how much I feel like getting into a gospel conversation with this person today. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to go do that, and I'm going to go do it because God commands me to. Uh, and 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 then as I do that, man, I I do fall more in love with Jesus and. I do feel used by him, and I'm engaging in his mission. And, I mean, he said, I came to seek and save that which was lost. I mean, that's yeah. why he came. Um, and so it's a discipline to go and do, uh, but then as you do it, you grow in Christ's likeness, And I really think you grow in love for the Lord because uh, you get to see him uh, work in your life through it and work in people's lives through it, and you're reminded that, man, this is this is his deal. This is his mission, and he's yeah, committed yeah. to it. So. Yeah, I think I think that's a big one uh, because it's it's not easy and it's hard uh, and all these disciplines are hard. Yeah, that it wouldn't be called disciplines, you know, if they weren't difficult. <laughs> what, what would be the uh, the easier word for them? Oh they, man, if they yeah. weren't so difficult. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the easier. <laughs> they're not easy, you know. Um, yeah, are any of them more important? I mean, that that might not be the right question, but I mean, is there a added emphasis on some of them? versus others? I, I really think the word and prayer are the two that I would say are priority. Yeah. Because if you're not cultivating an, a, an intimate relationship with Jesus, nothing else is going to flow from that. Um, you're going to get burned out and all the other things. And, um, and and I think even I'm reading through Acts right now in my personal time with God, and I think you even see that in the life of the early church and the apostles. You know, they said, you know, it's not right for us to neglect the word of God and prayer to serve table and, and serve tables, you know, and, and at some level they said, Hey, look, service is good and we need to do those things and we need to, you know, minister to the poor and we, we need to do all of that, but we cannot neglect the word of God and prayer. Mm, right. and so they were just committed to that. And that's really what they devoted themselves to. And you saw the, the church birthed out of prayer and commitment to God's word. And so I think those two things, you know, one of the things I'll tell guys, I disciple sometimes is, 
man, if, if you will just read your Bible every day for the rest of your life um, and do what it says, then you're going to be conformed to Christ's image. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It, God, God changes people through his word. And so the, the, uh, the constant and consistent exposure to God's word is how transformation happens in our life. Um, it's how vision for sharing the gospel gets birthed. It's how, you know, a commitment to evangelism happens and discipleship and all the other things that God commands us to do. I got to be listening to him. I got to let his word shape my life. Yeah. So, Amen. I, I think that would be that and prayer. You know, I just, I can't overemphasize those. And those are, those are hard to consistently engage in. Um, but man, so worth it. Yeah. They they are hard to consistently engage in, but you're right. I mean, it, you you do see in time, like I've seen my own heart and my own life just be transformed by just the simple things of spending time with God right. and praying consistently. Right. Uh, it, it really is amazing how your whole life really begins to shift. Um, let me ask you this. You said earlier, you're not, you're not, you said, I think you said, I'm not the most disciplined person in the world, but we are having you on here to talk about spiritual disciplines. Right. Um, so how have you seen spiritual disciplines and even taking them seriously how have you seen them um impact your own walk with god yeah man i mean i think that man i mean i just i, I don't think my walk with god would be what it is without him um there there's no way um that it would be what it is and i think that for me uh, just the word and prayer has been the thing that I always come back to because I think from early on in my walk with God, when I first became a Christian, you know, it was just like, man, my whole worldview was shaped by just everything that the world told me to think. And, and then it was like, man, if I'm going to follow Jesus, like I've got to reorient the way I think in my life. It's got to be conformed to what he says. And so how am I going to know what that is? It's the Bible, uh, you know. And so I think just having a commitment early on and having that instilled in me from the guy that discipled me, it was like, man, be exposed to God's word for the rest of your life. And that's what God's going to use to change you. And I've just tried to apply that. And it hasn't been always like a 30-minute quiet time at 6 a.m. You know, sometimes it's, man, I didn't get to it this morning, and I'm going to try to find 15 minutes later on in the day to read the Bible and meditate on Scripture and, and pray and go for a prayer walk and just get close to Jesus. I mean, I think in my last uh, you know podcast with you, I said just something about proximity to Jesus. And for me, part of the spiritual disciplines are what keeps me in proximity to Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, at some level, if I'm putting myself in a position to be close to Jesus, then that means there's a likelihood I'm going to be changed by him. Um, and if I'm not doing that, then there's a good likelihood I'll be changed by something else that's not Jesus. Yeah. So it, it, it's what helps me practically stay close to Christ mm-hmm. in my life. That's good, so, man. Yeah. Yeah. Can't, yeah, we, we can't, uh, overstate it enough how important this is. So what advice would you give to someone that's listening and man, they're just having a difficult time. I mean, maybe they're not very disciplined and they're having a difficult time taking these things seriously. All these disciplines we've been talking about today. Um, what sort of, what other practical advice would you give to that person that's listening? Yeah. I I mean, I think part of what I would say is believe what God says in his word. Um, John 15, if you abide in me, my words abide in you, you will bear much fruit. And so, 
If that's true, then how do I abide in Jesus? How do I get close to him? Um, if I'm going to follow Christ, I'm going to believe what he says. And so I think first it's believing that and, and trusting Jesus and trusting his ways. And then it's figuring out how do I flesh that out in my life. And I think it's not, you don't, you don't have to box yourself into a, an hour long quiet time where you're working through something. And I think those things are good, but I, I just think it's, man, am I consistently exposing myself to Christ and his word through different things? It could be through music. It can be through the Bible. It can be through sermons. It can be through podcasts, but am I letting my mind be transformed by God's word and by his thoughts? Um, and then, you know, am I just putting myself in position to do that? Um, and so, so part of it would be trusting Christ. And then I think it would just be developing a plan and falling forward and trying to execute it. You know, I mean, when you go to the gym, I go back to that analogy. It's back like, to the gym, back to the gym. If you go to the gym with no plan, it, it's not gonna be a good day. You know, most of the time it might be every now and then you might have a good workout, but for the most part, it's going to be unorganized and you're not going to see any long-term growth. Uh, but when I have a consistent plan that I'm taking and I'm applying in the gym, I see results. And I do think in a lot of ways our spiritual life is the same. Mm-hmm. So if I have a plan and I'm consistently trying to execute it, not perfectly, but with consistency, I'm going to see growth happen in my life. Yeah, that's so. good. And I think, too, I mean, there's there's so many different spiritual disciplines. And you might, you might have someone who's listening and like, man, I, I really – I'm good with the word. I'm good with prayer. But the idea of even, like you mentioned evangelism earlier, like engaging with others, I think knowing yourself is important and mm-hmm. saying, okay, uh, if I'm struggling with one of these, find someone that can help you. Yeah, yeah. Right? Find someone on your campus that is probably doing well at prayer or reading the word or even going to church. If yeah. whatever, whatever it is that you are kind of struggling with, find someone that can help you and, and really try to learn from them. Too. Yeah. Yeah. No, man. That, I mean, that's great. You know, like there's, there's guys that I know that are much better at prayer and much more committed to it than me. And I'll, I'll often ask them, man, what do you do? What's your, what's your prayer life look like? Yeah. And then I just try to maybe take some of those things and apply them, maybe learn from them by watching them or, or being with them and listening to them pray, you know? And I think evangelism is the same way, you know, it's like, man, you don't know how to share your faith. Find someone that does and go follow them around and ask them what to do and how they do it. And, then just go try to do those things. Um, I, I do think with some of these things, you know, there is a duty aspect to it. Um, but just like going to the gym, you know, there's a lot of times when you're starting a workout and you're starting to work out and you don't really love it, Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if you're like, man, I see the value and the benefit of it over time you know, you often begin to really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. And so duty, you know, John Piper wrote a book, you know, duty to delight. And oftentimes that's what it is. It's duty that then transforms and moves to, this is something I really want to do and I love to do. Um, and so I think there is a commitment to, even when I'm not feeling like it, even when it's not the most exciting thing, even when the experience is not mountaintop, I'm going to do it mm-hmm. because God says, this is what's best for you. Yeah, that's good, man. For the joy that's set before us in growing in our walk with God, let's endure, huh? Yeah, that's right, man. That's right. That's good, man. Well, listen, I'm really glad you came back on to talk with us, and I'm glad we got some time to talk about spiritual disciplines. Yeah. Um, Maybe even listening to this podcast is a spiritual discipline. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) But we do thank you for listening to all our listeners who tune in. Um, every week to check out our episodes. We really appreciate it. We want to encourage you to go ahead and share these episodes with some of your friends. 
Um, anyone that you think could be blessed by this message or any of the other episodes we've had in the past, go ahead and share that link. It takes one minute to do so, and you could really make somebody's day. Um, and also, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening as well so you know when our new episodes come out. Jeff, thanks again for being on, on the show today, bro. It's great, man. Appreciate you having me. Absolutely. We'll get you back on again. Um, with all that in mind from my good friend Jeff, this is T-Roll saying thank you once again for listening. We will see you next time for our next episode of the Campus Outreach Podcast. Take care. Take care.